It was five years ago today, an indelible memory for Canadians. The Humboldt Broncos, a hockey team on their way to a game, are aboard a bus, and that bus is broadsided by a truck that went through a stop sign. 16 people died that day, 13 survived, and one of the survivors is Caleb Dahlgren, who joins us now. Caleb, Caleb, it's nice to see you. Yes, so nice to see you too, and thank you very much for having me on here. I appreciate it. This is such a, a grim anniversary, and I appreciate it. It's, it's really arbitrary, you know, one year, two year, day of, but I wonder what kind of thoughts you have on this fifth anniversary. Gratitude. First thing that comes to my mind is gratitude and thankfulness because the amount of people who have came into my life before, during, and after the crash have truly made me the person I am today. I'm just immensely grateful for everybody in my life who has come through, people I've crossed paths with, and I'm just doing really well mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and I've healed from everything that I've been through, so I'm very grateful just to be where I'm at today, grateful for the connections I had before the connections I have after um, the 29 lives that are affected, the 16 that aren't here that I'm celebrating today. It truly, I'm just grateful. Very, very grateful. That has to have been a choice for you though. And I know you and I have talked about this before. I mean, you could have spent the last five years being angry, traumatized, embittered, and yet you have said, okay, a horrible thing happened to me, but I'm going to take it this way. Yeah. And I, for me, it was always back when I thought of it, when it like first happened, I decided to make a choice. It was either what route do I want to go down? Do I want to go down pause the road or negative route? Like I have that choice. I have the ability to choose. And that's within my control. It's how I want to respond to the situation. And for me, the biggest thing was when I was sitting in my hospital bed, I was sent to, I had this huge text all lined up, ready to go. I was just sent it to my best friend, my roommate, that guy, that's my brother. And before I hit send, I realized he was never gonna receive that message. He wasn't here anymore. He passed away. And in that moment, that was when everything kind of cranked, crashing down on me. And I realized 16 passed away. I was one of 13 and I was bawling. And in those moments, I felt hopeless, I had survivor's guilt. And then I thought, what if roles were reversed? What if I wasn't here? And another person was in my shoes in my bed right now. How would I want them to live their life? Well, I want to pursue their passions, their dreams, to make the most of life, live big, and don't sweat the little things, love deeply, try new things, take risks. And so I thought, well, I want that for someone else. Why don't I do that for myself? And ever since that moment, I took the positive path and tried to use this as something that can help other people. So how do you reflect on those that you did lose, the 16 who died in that crash? I mean, does it feel like somebody just sort of pushed a button and everything stopped for them that day while everything continued for you? For me, it feels like as I reflect on them and think about it, I remember all the good times, the stories, the memories, the videos that I got, the pictures that we took, the different lessons that we shared, the experiences that we had together. Those are things that I always remember and I carry them forward now. So in today, for example, um, not too long ago, I was just telling my friend, they're like, oh, like, so what do you do in order to like, honor them? Now, as I live my life to the fullest every day, so when I wake up in the morning and if I do think of them, I use it as motivation, motivation to have the best day possible, to make the most out of my day, to be thankful and grateful that I have this day to make the most of. 
Are some of the parents of those we lost sort of invested in you and and the life you're living now as sort of almost a proxy for their sons? I think a lot of them have love and understanding for all the survivors too, because they want us to succeed and see the best for us. And so for me, I'm really grateful to have such tight relationships with lots of the families and I keep in touch with them all. I send them updates and all that, and they truly appreciate those updates. And for me, it means a lot because I'm able to connect with them and also kind of see through them who their child was and how much they meant to me too. So it's a great relationship both ways, and I'm very fortunate to have them in my life as a support system for sure. And I don't want to make you relive that day, but I, I wonder, I mean, do you? from time to time, wake up and and think of it? Or do you think, oh, if we'd been traveling two kilometers an hour slower, this never would have happened? No, I don't think of it like that, to be honest. For me, it's more of these situations happen in our life and I focus on stuff that I can control. I know that I couldn't control. I can't change anything from the day. I can't change who's here, who's not here. I can't change injuries. I can only control how I want to respond to that situation. So for me, I don't wake up like, oh, I wish we would have done this and would have done that because it's already done with. There's nothing I can do or change about it. So me reliving in the path doesn't past doesn't give me any benefit in my future. Let me ask you then, because, I mean, you and I have talked before and you have this positive approach to things. Was it a conscious decision where you said I could go this way and be mad and traumatized for the rest of my life or I could choose another path? 100%. 100% conscious decision. I think lots of it, though, from making these decisions from a young age stemmed from it. So at the age of four, diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, that was one where I had to make a positive choice. And then losing my best friend at a young age, positive choice. Losing my personal trainer, positive choice. Losing my dad. So almost losing my dad. And I had all these situations line up in my life where I was dealt some tough cards where I had to choose which route I wanted to go. And am I perfect? No. Did I make mistakes? Yes. Did I learn from them? Yes. And so leading up to the crash and after, I had more, I guess, for me, an understanding of how to cope positively and how to handle situations in a positive frame. I had a mental performance coach since I was 12, so I think that helped quite a bit. I had lots of good supports in my life. My parents are both psychiatric nurses, so they have a psych behind the scenes so they understand that i did lots of like introspection before the crash even happened i did lots of mindset stuff so i had a lot of tools in my toolkit that helped me i think be able to make these positive choices to be able fully healed today mentally physically emotionally and spiritually is there anything that canadians can do today that you think you know observes the moment yeah i think the big thing they could do is do one good deed a day and i think them thinking of us means the world to us and their support meant the world to us and they the way they embraced us truly was incredible and forever grateful for not even just saskatchewan canada but the whole world for coming together and supporting us and uplifting us by doing one good deed a day that creates a ripple effect and that can be spread to another person it can be spread to another person after that and they want to do a good deed after that they do another good deed they do good deed and they create a better world I think if they did one good deed today for someone else, that would be in the world to me personally. Thanks a lot for this. Thank you so much. Appreciate your time. And thanks for having me on here. That's Caleb Dahlgren.
He wrote a book about the experience and piecing his life back together. It's called Crossroads. And then he turned around and donated the $50,000 he made from that book to charity. Thank you very much and some wonderful response. I'm glad that people have found a considerable amount of inspiration from Caleb. I certainly have. I, you know, I try to maintain a positive outlook on things, but I cannot imagine having been involved in such a tragedy. And it took work. But eventually, Caleb walked away from that and found an incredibly positive outlook. Uh, says one person, what a lovely interview with Caleb. He's given me thought on how to live a good life. What an awesome guy, says another. Such a nice thing to hear this morning. So yeah, on this occasion that is just so ripe with tragedy, you know, he's filling people with positivity.